Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie. A Brupolo was in Zetus. Mm, that would be a little weird. Mm. I was in Tupelo today, and I thought Brupolo was perfectly normal with being in there. Yeah, that, because that's where it is. I did. did you get? Past, a, and I, was, I drove. Did you get a chance to like, drive? You got a chance to drive by. Drive by, and I looked at. It, I was like, "That is the most perfectly placed restaurant in the history of the world." It's in Brupolo. It's in Tupelo. It's in Tupelo. It's like I, I don't know if they thought that you know the name and the, the city were going to rhyme like that when they put the place there, but that's a great idea. I mean, million-dollar idea, I would say. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every day. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget, when you support Strange Brew Coffee House, you support the Bulldog Initiative with every purchase. It's a great holiday gift, something to put in the stocking of every coffee lover in your house, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Pip printing. So I've got, look, let me show you this, Robbie. Look at all this stuff they gave me here. Look, look, look. They did all this. Look at the, the, these fly. Imagine if this was a, a pamphlet here. I know, I know this is an audio medium, and, and you're not really getting this at home, but I'm showing it to Robbie. And like, look, look at this stuff. Well, imagine if we could make a, we need a flyer like this for Thunder and Lightning. You know, I mean, it, it is incredibly. And, Lightning and they're like motivated and like, you know. It is incredibly detailed. We need to talk about our, uh, the amount of reach we can give you if you're looking to expand your products into Southeast Asia. Yeah, that that would be printing. our biggest. That would absolutely be our biggest selling point. <laughs> we need Pip Printing to to come up. We need we need to talk. I need to talk to Camden about this now, and we'll see what what, what kind of a, a deal he can work out for us. And if your business is looking for printing, just like Thunder and Lightning obviously is. You need to call Pip Printing in Ridgeland. They've got 30 years of experience. There is no marketing material they can't put together to help promote your business. And best of all, when you support Pip Printing, you support the Bulldog Initiative. All you got to do is say, hey, heard about you guys on Thunder and Lightning. Hey, heard about you guys supporting the Bulldog Initiative and a percentage of that sale directly to the Bulldog Initiative in your name, not in Pip Printing's name. They're not looking to pile up reward points or anything. They're going to help you out with that. So if you haven't already, call my friend, Camden Baker and help him prom- help let him help you a lot, a lot going on there promote your business 601-499-5216 I want to stress again that's Camden's cell phone number all right you talk about customer service the, the owner of the company is saying call me directly we'll get it taken care of 
That's next level service. That's what you're getting from our friends at Pip Printing. I need to call it Thunder and Lightning. I want a Thunder and Lightning PowerPoint. Yeah, what what, is, what can Thunder and Lightning do for you? Something like that. I mean, these guys could probably come up with a business plan for us mm-hmm. on you know trying to I sell like the idea Thunder and Lightning better. Slide. And like it's got like our positives on there, like Brian, you know, good cook, yes, friendly, jovial manner, Robbie, no, no cons, handsome. no no cons, Robbie, handsome, uh, musically uh, gifted. Oh, uh, I need a third one for you. And we're running out of running out of good qualities. No, there's and I don't even know quality. if those two. I don't even know if those two things are accurate. But we are trying to sell. Yeah, we're so. we're trying to sell here. So. Prestige worldwide. I, I, I was so all right. So we're going. We're here. We are. We're off in the weeds already. So today we had this the thing in Tupelo, right? So I'm thinking, you know what? I haven't been in a mall since uh, Media Days uh, two years ago. At the Galleria? No, that was uh, at the. Uh, two. I'm sorry, was three, the, years ago, three years ago. The, at the hotel in twenty twenty one. So last time I was in a mall, and so I was like, I'm going to look around the mall in Tupelo. I had some time to kill after lunch. And uh, by the way, I I got a funny story from lunch. Um, So I was like, I'll go look and maybe something will stand out to me as I can get like a stocking stuffer for my kids or for for Jennifer or for whoever. Maybe you want to buy a gift. And uh, there's just nothing funnier to me than looking at me walking around, um, dress slacks, polo shirt, genteel pullover, pullover, walking around in Hot Topic and Spencer's. Oh gosh! I just gotta I get a big kick. You know how the people are looking at me like that, and they're just like, "Hey, how's it going? I got kids. It's all right." So, my story. <laughs> let me look at my. Let me, let me find a My Chemical Romance shirt. They had them. They had them. So my funny story from lunch is, uh, as I'm walking out, this guy's like, "Hey, are you Brian? Hey, Dad?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh man, I listen to the show all the time. I really like it. I'm a big old Miss fan, but I like you." And I just laughed. I shook his hand. I was like, you know, you never hear the opposite of that. You never hear somebody say, oh, a big state fan, but I like Richard. You really don't. You don't hear. You know, what's you know, what's crazy is that is the sixth Ole Miss person Mm -hmm. this week that I've heard that listens to our show. Yeah. I've had five people tell me five Ole Miss fans that I don't know have have messaged me, tweeted at me, mentioned this guy. But Pratt Rogers has started us up the fourth here. He's, <laughs> he's got us going. We need well, to bring that guy into the family. Pratt was was he's was, ahead of the curve. He did something that a lot of Ole Miss fans wouldn't admit. He he came out and said, "I listen to Mississippi State podcast." That's right. And it's guy. it's like whenever you say I have a problem, and other people start to say I have a problem. That's what's happening here with Ole Miss fans. They're coming out. And saying, you know what, Pratt said that he was a he listened to Mississippi State podcast. I, I think it's okay it for us to admit it too. Exactly. Eventually, most of the fan base will be able to say it publicly. Exactly. Let's hope so. We welcome you all with open arms. We do. Leave yeah, us a five star review. We come to you with open arms. Just a little Steve Perry for you right there. Man, that's a tough one for me. That that voice, I can't I can't do that. I'm going to see a journey in February. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Guys, I don't know about shipping at this point in the game. We only got, you know, two weeks to Christmas. 
Might be best just to visit their stores. They've got two in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet or Flowing by the Half Shell. If you're an Ole Miss fan, they have a better selection of Rebel merchandise than anywhere else you're going to find in their Oxford location over on Sisk Avenue. You can look online at collegecornerstore.com. I'm just telling you right now, it might be a little iffy, but they've got a lot of great deals and great gear waiting for you. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler. We're getting closer to the dinner. I'm excited about it. I'm going to I'm going to Restaurant Tyler on Friday. Okay. And next Wednesday, I'll be at the guest room with a couple of couples. My wife, okay. we're having a we're having a couples night, and we will be at the guest room for um, was it Miracle in Maine? Is that what it's called? Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm really pumped about it. Couples, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to take you away. I didn't. Yeah, I really don't want to bring you into that environment because you're such a a character and such a, a I take celebrity. away from you. What you're saying? No, so, not shut. No, up. you don't take away from me. These mm-hmm. people already know me as their friend. They don't look at me as anything other than that. Right. I don't want. I don't want to. You know, bother you, taking you into that environment, no. having fans no. coming up asking you for pictures. Stop. The bartenders are distracted at their job because they're having to talk to Brian Haydad. Uh, yeah, that's that's how it goes everywhere I am these days. So I mean, you're getting run up on by Ole Miss fans at the uh, mall in Tupelo. No, this was at the, the the restaurant where I had lunch. Oh, okay. So I went to a place called it's called Mod Burger. Really good. I've heard really good. about that. I've heard it's about good. that. I heard it's really good, good burgers there. Good burgers there. So, I thought, all right. I as I advertise one restaurant in the middle of another <laughs> restaurant's <laughs> advertisement. Restaurant Tyler. Guys, I'm going to, I mean, the, the meal I'm going to have on Friday, you can have it yourself. All you got to do is go to Restaurant Tyler. The, you don't need a special occasion to eat at Restaurant Tyler. Eating at Restaurant Tyler is the special occasion. So head there this holiday season. Enjoy yourself at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com. You know what? I'm going to cut them off short. I'm just, I, 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 we're too deep into this ad read. It's like 10 minutes long at this point. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to break a top 10 list out at any second here. Uh, Priority One Bank, 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi. That means there's one near you if you live in Central Mississippi. If you haven't already, you need to find out what Priority One Bank is about and how they can help you and your family financially with a great local bank. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Whew, that was an ordeal. You just never know when 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 you're going to see the weeds and then go off into them. All right, my buddy. Yeah, some, Bob, sometimes we just do it. My buddy uh, Brian McDuff and I both got a firehouse subs today. It was today was it was BR. If your name started with BR, you got buy one get one free. I saw that. I went I went up in there. I've never been carted at a firehouse subs before, but you know I get it. Meatball sub. I got a meatball and a Philly cheesesteak, and then I came home and I ate half of each. Ooh. So that I could have, you know, and then now, now I've got half of a meatball sub and half of a Philly cheesesteak sub to have for lunch or dinner or some other time. Nice. Yeah. That's, I, I was like, look at it. I was like, do I want to eat? Which one do I want to eat? I was like, hey, idiot, you could have both. Why not both? So, yeah. 830 calories total. So good. Good, good, easy meal. All right. Let's talk some actual sports here. 
Anyway, though, McDuff got him too. I was I was happy to see that. As I tweeted before anybody else, I had the breaking news. Mississippi State's uh, 2024 schedule now completely uh, revealed. Kind of. not. It's not completely revealed. Let's start at the end and let's start talking about what you guys need to know. If you look at my tweet, I've got a TBD for the Egg Bowl. I know it says the SEC released today 1130. First off, I hope that's not the case. I don't want the Egg Bowl to be on my birthday. I'd like to enjoy my birthday. Although I will say the one time in my life that the Egg Bowl has been on my birthday, State not only won, they went to Oxford and shut Ole Miss out. So maybe maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. I'm I'm just telling you this is what we, you know, the the what I've been told is the SEC has not made any permanent decisions yet about rival rivalry weekend. Okay? If you look, Arkansas, Missouri, which has been on Black Friday for the last couple of years is listed on 11.30. Nothing is decided for that weekend yet. So there is going to be a Thanksgiving night game, and the SEC, and I, I believe the administrations for State and Ole Miss prefer to keep that game on Thanksgiving. I expect it to be on Thanksgiving when this is all said and done. So I know it says 11.30 now. Just don't be surprised when a month or two goes by, maybe into the spring, and an announcement is made that the game is, is back on Thanksgiving. So that's yeah, what we'll I'm so torn on this. I mean, I like the tradition of it, mm-hmm. but personally, like, I'm just kind of ready for a Thanksgiving where I can enjoy it with my family. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, like I, I just, I, I'm just kind of tired of. I get a couple hours with my family, and then I got to go straight to the game. Especially when it's in Oxford, like my whole my whole day is just yeah. kind of bland. So, you know, I, I don't know what my preference is to be honest with you I fall somewhere in between I you know I've always said I prefer it on Thanksgiving um I'd like having that Saturday afterwards to just enjoy college football to enjoy you know, that's when we do Thanksgiving on that day and obviously I could you know I, I could do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving if the game was on Saturday but then you don't get to see all the other great rivalry games that day because you got to plan around you know and, and in all likelihood, you know, when you think about ratings and you think about where the SEC is going to put games, that game is likely to be your hidden in plain sight SEC Network 230 game. Really, the only other game that doesn't, you know, that that would compete with it in terms of not having a lot of viewers on it is Tennessee Vanderbilt, and that's because of Vanderbilt. And Tennessee mm-hmm. is obviously a big name brand, but Vanderbilt is not. So, I mean, when I talk about TV ratings, it, it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter what where you play. The SEC still gives you the money. It doesn't matter what the ratings for your game are. You're still going to get that $60 million check at the end of the year. But you would like to have ratings on your game. And and you get more on Thursday night than you would get on Saturday in all likelihood. Uh, especially the SEC, does, the SEC network doesn't even release the ratings. You'll never see them. So. Um, but let's, start at the, let's, let's look at the schedule and I'll, let's get your thoughts on it, Robbie. Uh, 8.31... August 31st, and if you're wondering why, why are there two bye weeks in the schedule, that's why. When the first Saturday of the season is an August Saturday, when week one starts on an August Saturday, you get two bye weeks. I don't know why that is. It just, it just is. So 831, Mississippi State starts off with Eastern Kentucky. I don't know how many games this team is going to win this year, Robbie, but I will tell you this. Jeff Levy is going to try to like show all the bells and whistles in this first one. Take the over. 
He's going to try to get 70 in this game. Yeah, I think so. You know, well, yeah, that's one uh, thing Ole Miss has done for the last couple of last few years is when they play their FCS team, they put 70 points on them. Right. I'm not usually a fan of the like first part of the schedule being like really weak. Right. But this this team needs that. They need a little need a little push. And I think and you know, I'm, it's not it's not like super weak. I mean, there's right. There's a couple of games in there that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But it's not your it's not the hardest part of your schedule at all. Like you, you have a chance to get some momentum here. I think that uh when you start with an FCS team, that's really tough for attendance. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's Levy's first game really helps. People will come to that game because they want to see game one of, of Jeff Levy, I think. Yeah. So that 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 helps. I mean, if that was game one of Zach Arnett year two, 10,000 maybe at that game. Well, they did the same thing with Moorhead. Remember yeah. they played uh, – And it had a big crowd. Like, had a pretty big crowd. Abilene Christian or – no, it was Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin, yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 9-7, first Saturday in September. Uh, State will be at Arizona State. Over under that game has already been posted, Robbie, 106. Degrees. Is it really? Degrees, <laughs> not not points. Degrees. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that was going to be kind of like the Arizona game, probably going to be late. Yeah. You know probably what's funny? Is I was thinking 9 like, o'clock, 10 o'clock. Well, I was thinking like, okay, Pac-12 after dark. No. It's not Pac-12. That's Big 12. Big, big 12 after big, dark. Big 12 after dark. Huh? Yeah, you, you hope that's the case. You hope that that ends up being – otherwise, you're talking about – I mean, like, can you imagine like a 10 a.m. kickoff? Oh, God. Out there? Oh, you'd be so miserable out there. It's in um, the early September. So Arizona State's an interesting team. Young team. They had nothing to play for this year because they accepted a bowl ban before the start of the season. So I don't know how motivated they were at times. But I like Kenny Dillingham. I think he's a good young coach. So that's going to be a tough game for Mississippi State. I don't. I don't think State. You, you would just as we sit here today. I'm not. You know, when State was playing Arizona two years ago, I was just like, they're going to win that game. And this yeah. year, I was like, they're going to win that game. I will not sit here and tell you today they're going to win that game. I think they can win that game, but I won't tell you they're going to win it. The main reason is I don't know what Mississippi State's roster looks like. Correct. Uh, in September of 2024. And I'm mean, quite frankly, I don't know what Arizona State's roster looks like at that point. This year they were not good, but you feel like you have a good coach there in Dillingham. He's a young, energetic coach that is, you know, just starting off. And they like you know, like they like what they've done, uh, recruiting wise and all that. They were a pretty young team this year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just hard and it's hard too to go on the road, like the West Coast, like that area. I know it's the, technically not the West Coast, but it's on that time zone. It's going to be a, a difficult trip, and you just never know. So I, who knows what happens in that game? Agreed. Uh, week three, Toledo this year, an outstanding team out of the MAC. We'll have to see what they look like next year. Their, their quarterback is in the portal. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, so he won't be back with the uh, the Rockets next year. But Jason Candle is a really, really good head football coach. I'm I'm really surprised that nobody picked him up this cycle and got him out of Toledo. He is really, really a good coach. But that's that's a game State should be able to win, but it could be a little bit like the Western Michigan game was this year, 
in terms of I mean, it could be it could be a competitive game. Toledo is a good football program. Candle is a really good coach. They are a good football program. I mean, the, really the the best team, you know, the I guess the only Power Five team I think that they played this year was Illinois, but they only lost by two points on the road. And you know, it's it's hard to really know from a talent perspective, how they match up against an SEC team. I mean, State's going to have the major advantage there from a talent perspective. Mm-hmm. But this is a really good, I would call them like a mid-major type team if they were in basketball. Yeah, yeah a group of five, yeah. They had um, they had one guy, uh, two guys, I think, two or three guys that are all Americans this year. So – you know, it's uh, it's it's going to be a game that's that can sneak up on you if, if you're not ready. Yeah. State starts conference play the next week with Florida's first trip to Starkville since 2018. Of course, we all remember that game, Dan Mullen's first trip uh, back to Starkville. Still want to point out, and this is where I don't get the SEC sometimes, right? Would have been incredibly easy in year one of all this to state send state to Florida and let state play Tennessee here, or or something like that, right? State mm-hmm. has not hosted Tennessee since I believe 2012. 2012. Yep. State has not been to Florida since 2010. And yet in this year they're going to post Florida and go to Tennessee. It would have been so easy to flip those two games. Yeah, I feel like they just like kind they, of ignored that. <laughs> no, they did. They did 100%. But that state's first conference game of the new 16 team conference they will host Florida on September 21st. And then on the 28th, the first SEC road trip as they first, were hit. First, real quick. Yeah. Billy Napier has no chance. Next year? Oh, no. Yeah. They got no chance. I mean, we, we we talked about it this year, like the schedule set up terribly for them this year. And I think both you and I predicted four or five wins. They got the five. And this year's this next year's schedule is absolutely brutal. I mean – I'm looking at it, and they play the, – the, there's there's a few games in there that they can win because they're at home, like right. Miami, A&M, and UCF. And I think they'll be more talented this year. Mm-hmm. I think the first part of the schedule, they'll be solid. I think yeah. they can win four – I think they can score like four and I mean, one, you, maybe UCF even five and is up. not a gimme for them. It's not. It's not. It's not. But it's at home. Yeah. I mean, they'll be lucky to get to six wins next year. I mean, and right now. I don't know. I mean, are you going to be okay with that? I mean, six no, wins, five done, wins, six no, wins? No, done. Just they, because they he's recruiting underdogs. good? They will be underdogs, likely against Miami. Against should they, win that game, though, I think. They should, Miami's they, been can win underwhelming. Uh, Texas A&M, they'll be an underdog. Tennessee, they're an underdog. I think Kentucky, they're an underdog. They're certainly an underdog. To, this, is, this is their last five games of the year, by the way. All right, they have they're their, losing all those games. I think they have the open date on the twenty sixth of October. So the, this is their month of November. How about a November to remember? Georgia at Texas, host LSU, host Ole Miss at Florida State. That's zero and five, brother. That's zero and five. Mm. But on the twenty first in Starville, I mean that game's a toss up for me right now. Florida's not good, so we'll see. I would. I think I might give them the edge just because you know they'll have. This is year three. I mean, they should be better. They should be more talented. I mean, let's let's play the game, right? Who's a better coach, Levy or Napier? 
I mean, I, mean, I don't love is more proven. So, you know, maybe it's it's say, say, say toss up, right? Quarterback, I can't pick just yet, right? I don't know. It's Mertz versus to be named later, but it isn't Starkville. So, I mean, state's going to have some opportunities here. Just, I, I guess we'll just have to revisit this yeah. in the summer whenever we, we know state's no. roster. You know, we will. We know we will. End of September, state travels to Texas uh, for the second time ever, I believe, and the first time as a member of the Southeastern Conference for the Longhorns. Um, that should be fun. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to that. I would Tyler, love to go. Tyler Horker, if you're listening, uh, come on. You need to take a weekend off. Maybe, maybe I don't know what Notre Dame's doing. You're, you're coming off. You're coming home for that one. <laughs> uh, open date on October 5th, the first open date of the season. And then <laughs> at Georgia. Ooh. So I thought about this. Back-to-back you know, rough games. We made a lot of talk about, okay, oh, great. State doesn't have Alabama, Auburn, LSU, right? They mm-hmm. replaced them with Tennessee, Georgia, and Missouri and Texas, and Texas all on yeah. the road, all on the road. At least one of those games would have been at home. I would much rather play LSU next year than Texas or Georgia. Yeah, losing Jaden Daniels and yeah, I mean probably Malik like Neighbors. I mean they lost three games with the best quarterback maybe in college football history in terms of stats. What are they going to be without him? Gosh, I that's that state states it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough schedule. At this point in the season, Robbie, if they're three and three, you feel really good, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like this year, whenever you're talking about the first part of the schedule, like if right. they could survive that and go th- three and three or whatever it was. Yeah. But um, it's got to be the right three and three at the same time, though. Like this year was yeah, not you the can't lose, three and three. Yeah. You can't go. You can't, you can't lose to Arizona State, you know, and. Well, you could, you could lose to Arizona State if you come back and beat Florida. That's not that big a deal. But yeah, it's true. You, you've got you can't lose to Georgia forty-eight to nothing. You can't lose to Texas forty-eight to nothing. You can't, you know, struggle and have to you know claw your way to beating Toledo. You got you got to you know have some 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 quality wins. State right. playing at Georgia now twice in four years. They've played at Georgia three times since twenty seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. 20 and now 24, they will play at Georgia. Georgia's been here once in that time. Uh, once. It just doesn't Georgia's make- been here. Georgia's been here twice since 2010. And, right. and four, in 15, 14, 15 years. They've been, they were here in 2010 and they were here again in 2022. I mean, that's and, and state has been there three times. Well, no, if you count, no, in, in that time frame, they've been there four times. They were there in 2011. Was there in 2011? Yeah, I was there. I went at the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I just blocked that game out of my mind. You should. It was awful. All right. Three straight home games after the trip to Georgia. All uh, no bye weeks in here. October 19th, they'll host Texas A&M. October 26th, they host Arkansas, and then November 2nd, the final non-conference game of the year against UMass. Again, you could be two and one in there. You can be two and one in that. In that, you can beat Arkansas and UMass. Arkansas is not going to be good. Rocket mm-hmm. Sanders today heading to South Carolina. KJ Jefferson. I mean, Arkansas is bringing in another quarterback. I don't think KJ Boise State around. quarterback. Yeah, I, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna drop out at some point here and get in the portal. State can win two of those games, and then they're at that point they would be what five and five. I mean, you're you're okay. You'll take that. Is that, is that what am I doing? That? No, there would be five and four. 
Five and four, yeah. and just one more game, one more if win. If you can find one more win there, Missouri or Ole Miss. Next well, year, like the goal should be, if, can you get to six games? Six games is a, a good, good – I'm not saying it's the ceiling, but I'm saying that's a good goal. You're right. But with just considering what what they considering what they have to replace in this roster, which looks like they're going to have to replace almost the whole defense. Yeah, and then the offensive guys. I mean, first year head coach. If he can get to six wins, that would be a great start. I agree. Final uh, four weeks of the season at Tennessee on November 9th. Open date on November the sixteenth. November twenty third, state host Missouri. And then the Egg Bowl, the last week of the season, we still don't know if it's Thanksgiving or if it's on that Saturday. Six and six first year. I mean, I, I think about Mullen's first year, right? They went five and seven. They were three and five in the conference. They, they beat Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and, and, and Ole Miss. That would normally translate to seven and five, but the parting gift from Larry Templeton was to play two top 25 non-conference games. Yeah. And they lost and they lost them both. They lost to Georgia Tech and to Houston. You know, think about it, if they had played anybody else, hardly any hardly any other team in the country non-conference that year, they would have easily been in a bowl game in Dan Mullen's first year. That's what you need to look at for Jeff Lebby's first year. You know, you go back and watch Mullen's first season, even in the losses you were like, look, this team is clearly better. They're obviously better coached. Mullen understands college football and what's going on at this level offensively, and they're going to continue to get better. You just want to see the same things with Levy, right? Yeah, you might lose some games, but as long as you're moving the football and scoring points, nobody's really going to say anything to you. And you just figure it out from there. So, yeah, 6-6 six and six to me in year one, is it's it's okay. You know, I, I know it's difficult right now for state fans because Ole Miss is having so much success. And Ole Miss next year, just go ahead and brace yourself. Preseason, that's a top ten team, no question about it. They, they got and they it's going to be guard. tough to it's going to be tough to keep them out of the playoff. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough that they would have they almost have to do it to themselves, especially when you look at their schedule. Right, they play Georgia and LSU and Oklahoma, and they're probably favored in every other game. Yeah. So I, I get that it's a, a bitter pill to swallow. You just got to swallow it down and let Levy get through this first year and then continue and start building up his program. But it's, it's it's a tough schedule. But I mean, it's the SEC. It's a tough schedule. I mean, that's just that's just kind of you know what it is. So some some uh, games of note around the SEC. September twenty eighth. So you've got State versus uh, Texas on that day. That is the day that Alabama will host Georgia, and that is already set for a 6.30 p.m. ABC kickoff. So there you go. The uh, first uh, game moving over there to the uh, to the ABC network. Uh, Has also- it been explained why the – so we apparently we haven't decided on the Egg Bowl, but Mississippi State's put on the schedule that it's on November 30th. Is that if just tentative? Through, if you look through the schedule, right, every game that week, is set for November 30th. Arkansas, Missouri is set for that. Texas, Texas A&M, which has been a Thanksgiving day, day, day game in the past, is set for that. The conference will figure that out later. You know they're going to move one game to Thursday. You know they're going to move one game to Friday. They just haven't decided which one yet. Yeah. That's that's all that is. So, uh, LSU. LSU has an incredible schedule this year. I didn't realize. They play USC week one on Sunday night. In Las Vegas. That's awesome. Yep. They also host UCLA next year. So they have two. It's so hard to say, Robbie. They have two Big Ten opponents next year 
on their schedule. I like it. They uh, they host LSU closes the season with Oklahoma. That's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I like that. That's entire. Uh, the the matchups are gonna be really cool. Yeah, Ole Miss uh, hosts Oklahoma on o- October the twenty sixth. Uh, so that's the same day that State plays Arkansas. I need another day night doubleheader, like I had last year for Western Michigan and Arkansas. I'll go back to Oxford for that one if I can. Uh, let's have a look at Oklahoma and anything else interesting with them. They're at Auburn on the 28th. That's fun. They're at Alabama on the 23rd. So the week before the Iron Bowl, we get Oklahoma, Alabama. That's this is great. I, I can't tell you how exciting this stuff is for me. Yeah. Um, who is this up here? Missouri. Eh, I'm not really worried about Missouri. Oklahoma plays Tennessee this year on the 21st of September. The Red River uh, shootout is October the 12th in Dallas. And then with Texas, uh, obviously the game with A&M is huge. October the 19th, oh man, back-to-back for Texas. They get Oklahoma in Dallas, and then the next week they host Georgia. Woo! Texas, yeah. Georgia at Texas is appointment viewing. That's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. These games are so awesome. I can't wait for this college football season. AM this year plays Notre Dame week one. That's cool. Uh Vanderbilt plays Virginia Tech. Look at that. Yeah, Elko gets to go up against his former quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's right. Wait. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Riley He's in Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that. There we go. Texas. Oh, I didn't realize this. Texas goes to Michigan this year. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that's the second week of the season, too, so we don't have to worry about traveling. We'll be able to watch that one. That's cool. Uh, does Tennessee have a big... Tennessee plays North Carolina State in Charlotte on the second week of the season. That's cool. Uh, Oklahoma doesn't have a big non-conference game. Although they do play Maine. Watch out for that one. Uh-oh. Be careful, Oklahoma. Remember uh, the no, Maine. No big non-conference game for Mizzou. That's State, Ole Miss. Ole Miss plays at Wake Forest this year. That, that I don't know. Could be interesting. It would have been nice a couple years ago, but eh. yeah. Ooh, Kentucky hosts Southern Miss. Last time Southern Miss went to Lexington, they got the win. They did. That'd be cool. I don't think it's going to happen this time. But... I don't think it will either. Um. Oh, Georgia hosts or Georgia versus Clemson in Atlanta week one. That's fun. I like that. Uh, anything else interesting for Georgia? Georgia at Ole Miss on November 9th. There we go. That'll be fun. Florida is I just I can't get over how bad their schedule is. Uh Auburn has Cal coming in on September 7th. And then on September 14th, they have New Mexico. They learned their lesson with New Mexico State. They said, get the other New Mexico. Get the New Mexico State out of here. We don't want them anymore. We want New Mexico. So there we go. And then I already mentioned Alabama. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas goes to uh, Oklahoma State this year. So that's fun. And then I already mentioned the uh, Alabama. This is one of the craziest. Alabama at Wisconsin week three. Ooh. That's that's a cool matchup. I hope Wisconsin's a little better this year. They just got what Tyler Van Dyke committed. Should be. I mean, Luke Fickle's in his second year. I mean, that was year one. They should start being a little bit better. I don't know if they're ready for Alabama, though. The quarterback situation was so erratic. These games are incredible, Robbie. This is an incredible college football skit. I can't wait. See, think about how, like, remember at the end of the season, I was like, I'm ready for this season to be over, and, like, this has been a tough season. 
two weeks go by and I'm ready for 2024. That's all I needed. I just needed a little break from college football. I'm right back in the game. Until states start sucking again, and then it'll be just absolute dread. Why do you have to be the way that you are? I'm just saying. I'm just, I just need to. I, I need gonna, to bring I'm it gonna, down a little bit. I'm going to try to be. I'm going to try to be, you know, open minded about all this. So I'm sitting here telling you, I think six and six would be a really good record. It would be. Yeah. All right. Let's move into the basketball game. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, you're firing up the grill, throw some beef on there, man. Nobody gets mad when they come over to eat and you say, I'm cooking steaks. Nobody's ever left your house in a huff saying, steak. I was was hoping it would be kale. Nobody's ever done that. So make your guests happy. Make your family happy with a trip to the grocery store. Pick up some red meat. Throw it on the grill this weekend. Everybody is going to be happy with that. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food you are looking for. I still haven't been in a couple weeks. I got to get over there. I got to get I need, to, I need to get some 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 I need to get some two brothers down me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it hits different, as the kids say. Richard said hits different today on the show, and I just looked at him. I was like, "What are you twelve? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> you think you are? Like, how, how do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. So. Steve Bashimi. Picture Richard with the hat backwards and the <laughs> music rock band on his T-shirt there. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, never mind about him. Let's talk about Two Brothers. What a great place to go. I need to get over there. So do you. If you're next time you're in Star Wars, make a trip. The Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Kai District. Also, that's a Bulldog Initiative business. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. And that's a long time to be doing anything, let alone running a business. So if you have a business that's been open for that long, you know, you know full well that they can be trusted, that they're going to take care of you with service after the sale. They're going to treat you like a neighbor, like a Mississippian, which is what they are. They're in Mississippi. You're in Mississippi. That's why doing business with them is so easy. They can take care of a lot of your problems the same day because they're nearby. Give them a call, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. You haven't already... You need to check it out, the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. They have the polos and the quarter zips you're going to want. The banner M is gone. It's, it's, getting, it's getting out, baby. We did it. We told them what we wanted, and we, they're going to give it to us. They're going to give us the state script. They're going to give us the M over S. We'll see about the interlocking. But what you got to do now is reward that decision by buying some new gear. So head over to the Rogue and check out their polos and pullovers in their Collegiate Collection. The Rogue and Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Probably Falk. I thought we were going to have to do a different topic to start this show for a few minutes there. And it was going to be... Where are you going to say uh, Chris Jans is on the hot seat? Well, I don't know about that, but I was going <laughs> to be like, what the hell, bro? Um <laughs> They escaped, Mississippi State escapes with a win, 85-81. They were up 18 points in the second half and once again tried to give it away the same way they did against Southern. It feels like one week this team plays the kind of basketball you, you watch them and you're like, man, they could make the tournament without Tolu. They don't even need mm-hmm. him. And then they come back the next game and you're like, this team is awful. 
What is this a little Jekyll and Hyde going on here? What's what's your assessment of this team through through this point in the season? Uh, they're going to kill somebody this year, and not like another team. They're going to kill someone in this fan base, maybe multiple people, with a heart attack or something yeah. of that like. Yeah. Uh, golly, I don't. I don't know. I was thinking about this on the way home. I was listening to the game on the radio and thinking about what if Mississippi State actually loses this game because it was heading down the same exact path as the Southern game. They got a big lead. All of a sudden, you start to see it shrink a little bit. State got up 19, and it started to shrink down to 10. Mm-hmm. And the next time I look up, it's four. Mm-hmm. And then I turn on the radio, and it's tie game. And then they scored to take the lead. And I'm just sitting there going, "What? what is this team? Right. I don't know what this team is. Mm-hmm. They got up 81 points. Murray State's a good team. I mean, I, I don't think people realize – Murray State, year in and year out, that is a Their really good team. Their hasn't been great, though. They're three and six after the loss tonight. Yeah, but that is a that that's a good program. That's a a coach that's always in the it's mix for other jobs. Yeah, that's a guy that, that he was in the mix here a few years back. Right, um, and it, you know it's that's a they run a they run a good offense. They have some good players, but you you should be able to to win that ball game pretty handily, especially when you get up how you did. And uh, I don't know. I, I I don't really know if it's the atmosphere is kind of, you know, you're playing at home and it was kind of a little bit of a dead atmosphere there the last two home games. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of going through the motions. It, it could be that. But whenever you see them have the game like they did against Tulane and you see them against Northwestern and like these neutral site games, they're coming out on fire. Mm-hmm. And then this game, which – Shoot, they shot ninety something percent at a point in the first half. So it's, I mean, the offense wasn't the issue, but yeah, they're losing their identity a little bit. They're losing the Chris Jans identity of being a, a team that is absolutely going to lock you down on the defensive end and muddy the waters there, and and see what happens on the offensive end. In the last three games, even I mean, Southern scored sixty, but they had a guy that just completely took over the ball game. So they're having some lapses, I think, on the defensive end, and it's leading to some lapses on offense. They're just not playing consistent basketball. One of the things I found interesting is you look at these two two games, obviously a win and a loss, but in this game, it was it was defense was the problem, right? State gives up 81 points. They allow Murray State to shoot uh, 51%. They were 12 of 23 from behind the arc. Uh, they had four player, three players with 17 or more points. I mean, they gave up points in this game. Um, and against Southern, although you, you you were correct that Southern did have that one guy, that was all they had. It was mm-hmm. offense was the problem in that game. They couldn't hit shots, so that inconsistency worries me uh, a good bit for Mississippi State. State shoots you sort of you you hit on it there for a second in the first half tonight. State shot seventy eight percent from the field. They were eighteen of twenty three in the second half, only nine of twenty three, thirty nine percent from the uh, the field in that one. Uh, for the night for the Bulldogs, four players in double figures, led by uh, Shaq Moore, who had 16, but he had 14 in the first half. Uh, 15 for Josh Hubbard. He continues to play well. 13 for Cam Matthews, including the game-winning bucket. And DJ Jeffries actually has a double-double, 11 points, uh, 12 rebounds for him. Not a great night for Jimmy Bell. Only a couple of buckets for him, six points, three rebounds. Uh, start from the starting lineup, Dutch Rams Davis, six points, two, uh, two rebounds, five assists as well for, for Mississippi State. 
they just got to figure this out. I, it's clear they're going to be a pretty good team, but they are just so maddeningly, madding, maddeningly. There we go. We knew we'd get it eventually. Uh, inconsistent. That being said, some good news tonight out of the press conference, uh, as reported by everyone who was there. Uh, Tolu Smith will be released to practice with contact this Friday. So, again, we've been sort of telling you the past few weeks, it looks like Tolu is going to be back a little sooner than, than than originally thought. You know, going back to when they announced his injury, they said it was going to be a, uh, a mid-January return. But he'll be back on the practice court uh, Friday, which means, you know, you think about there's there's 15 days until the uh, the game against Bethune-Cookman on the 28th. Is that a target return date for him? Can he get two weeks of practice in and be ready to play? I don't know the answer to that, so we'll find out. Stay back on the court Sunday uh, in Tupelo against North Texas. I have some tickets to give away to that game, uh, really? Robbie. So we're going to do that on tomorrow's uh, Thunder and Lightning podcast. We'll give away two tickets to Mississippi State. Uh, versus North Texas. You can go see the Bulldogs uh, at no charge to you uh, on Sunday if you want to. If you want to take me up on that, so I think we'll either come up with a trivia question or, or we might may just may, maybe you know. So we'll figure something out. We want to have some fun with it though, for sure. All right, uh, tomorrow's show we'll talk about that basketball game against North Texas. We'll talk a little bit more MSU football. We'll get a little more. I think we'll have a little bit more clarity. Uh, regarding some of this weekend's visitors. Uh, we could possibly have a new commitment. I know that uh, Paul Jones from On3Sports, that, that's that website I keep telling you about, Robbie, They uh, he tweeted out that they may be expecting a commitment from from a, uh, a transfer uh, today. Possibly going to be some big-time names on campus this weekend. Maybe a, maybe a quarterback. I'm interested to see what DJ Ungalaoeli, I think I said it right. I said, as I said earlier, I will commit to come out pronouncing his name correctly if he commits to Mississippi State. Uh, but he left Florida State uncommitted. Florida State's bringing in Cam Ward this weekend. Maybe uh, maybe DJ ends up here in Starkville for a visit. We'll have to see. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. Don't, don't go to message board and say Brian Haydad said that he's the... I'm not saying that. Just saying that it would make sense for him to visit. But we'll see if he does. Brian said it. Stop it. All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.